Hey guys, how's it going? <laughs> at all. Allergies are going a little crazy today, but everything's good. Super excited to be here, ready to get started. And we decided to launch a podcast. Like we're going to do the podcast, the name of the podcast that Toya and I are doing together. It's called Minimum Balance. And what it's going to be is the comments, which is this, but then it's going to be broken down to a podcast. And then eventually there's going to be interviews and like different segments and stuff like that posted onto the podcast. So some exclusive stuff that you guys obviously won't get here, but you'll get that on the podcast. And if you guys are interested in following us on our podcast journey, we are everywhere right now. Wherever you listen to the podcast, if you go and search Minimum Balance, it's a picture of us, the two of us there. Um, follow, um, listen to the first episode, which is last week's episode. Um, we're on Apple, Apple, oh my God, my accent is coming we're, we're on Apple, we're on Spotify, we're on iHeart. We're like everywhere you search for podcasts, we're there. So if you guys go and you search and you just press follow, minimum balance. I'll type that in so it can be down at the bottom. But it's minimum balance and we're excited for this journey. Yes, we are. We do it. Thanks. Dex, what did I say when you showed me the um the uh the logo? Once the finished logo, which is amazing by the way, but what did I say to you? <laughs> So she goes, so there's a logo, right? We have my um, my friend Dion, um, Mechanical Zombie, Mechanical Zombie FX. He does his own, his, his own graphics company and he designed our logo. So it's the radio waves and um, the radio waves and it's like our pictures on there, right? And it's minimum and it's balance. And for me, I'm like, put Toya first because like, I think it's a respectful thing to do. She says to me, why is my name under minimum? And, and then I thought about it. I said, I'm the most balanced out of the two of us. <laughs> I said, sweetie, ain't nothing minimum about me. Sweetie, this is the main course. <laughs> Balance is on full. <laughs> but, you know, we always said, then once I thought about it more, I said, yeah, Dex, Dex definitely is the most balanced because, you know, the way my mouth is set up, it can go anywhere levels with me. <laughs> how do we come up with the name so it's funny because we were we were talking and we were so many different names that we were throwing out and then we're like when you're thinking about from a financial situation you're thinking about mm -hmm. i gotta pay my credit card or whatever and it's like i don't got it all but i'm gonna give you what i got which is the minimum yeah. balance and i feel like that's what we do like we're not experts in anything we're not experts we're just mm -hmm. talking and so like <laughs> if you guys is balance but you can't run to the bank with what we're giving y'all. You gotta, you gotta take it, you know, it's minimum. Very, take our yes. minimally. We're here for entertainment purposes. Um, and that's good because I feel like it's like a double entendre because there's so much going on today where people are trying to find balance in their life, even if it's just the minimum, like yeah. just just something so I like the name and it sticks. So thank you, Dexter. We actually came up with these names. When we were looking for names for the comment, yeah. <laughs> so it was definitely over a year ago, and that name all like it really stuck out to the both of us. I was like, oh, we like this, but I'm just so happy we could use it in a different form today. So uh yes, guys. Sometimes I'd be like, oh, shut up. Okay, so and um, thank you guys for joining. We're excited about um, you know, being able to find the Minimum Balance podcast on every site that you can find podcasts on yes and here's our girl <laughs> okay friend shauna thank you so much for having we're coming to see us thank you for having me <laughs> sounded like you were gonna say that so i appreciate you so much for letting me join you guys today um i am super excited to be here um and to just chat a bit i guess yeah so shauna tell us all about cadence in the cloud basically um cadence in the clouds is an extension of my blog spice on the beat um which i started back in 2019 and it was essentially just to kind of share my experiences of working in the music industry as a young woman of color, um, the roles that I've taken on, how I've perceived different topics. Um, it was almost like my own 
little journal to talk about different things that I felt passionate about. But then when the pandemic hit and labels were kind of struggling because touring revenues and big money builders for different labels were kind of diminishing and artists were struggling, I realized that I could almost create this sort of like a la carte services type situation for art, for artists, for artists where it's basically like, here are all of the skills that I have gained throughout the industry. How can these benefit you guys in elevating your careers to the next level? You're not getting locked into contracts. You're not getting locked into any sort of situations in which I have ulterior motives. It's literally just like, I'll make a little bit of money. How can I help you pick out whatever you need? Um, and so then I launched Cadence in the Clouds, which is like the live music aspect. Um, and it's a super small show, only about 50 to 60 people. It takes place in Port Richmond as of right now. Um, but we are looking at expanding to new places, kind of putting our own feel on different spaces around Philadelphia. Um, everything is about tapping into local. So it's like local businesses, local musicians, everything is how much can we connect Philadelphia and showcase what it has to offer um, while connecting people through the art and the language of music. Um, and the big end-all be-all goal is helping these artists basically find the resources that they need and show them, you know, you don't need to go to New York City or to LA to take your career to the next level. You can have it all right here in the city. You just need to know where to look. Um, so it's just kind of giving these artists the tools that they need to succeed um, once again and just show them they have someone in their corner rooting for them. Um, and it's like even our venue right now, we're hosting it at at, um, this huge Philly coffee company warehouse. And then we bring in a Philly based, um, sound team. We have like freeways DJ his tour DJ, um, as our in-house DJ, mm -hmm. um, just a lot of different cool things. We, we highlight like local visual artists, photographers, videographers, caterers, just keeping it all within the city and showing what it has to offer and kind of being able to share that with the world too. And show, you know, I feel like Philly tends to be kind of the of the joke sometimes yeah, <laughs> and we, we do it to ourselves yeah <laughs> but it's also like philly is a really really cool city full of amazing talent and i've gotten to experience it firsthand just in working within the music community and it's like here it is for everybody i love it i love it Dex, you wanted to did you want to say something well one of the things that toya like would mention she was when she bragged about you first of all i will say toya is a great <laughs> ambassador and a terrible ambassador at the same time because <laughs> first back, she was like i went to this place she posted and everything and obviously she tells people about it after it's done not like when it's getting ready to happen so there's that so she goes <laughs> and she's like this was so much fun like everybody's gotta go this that, and the third she's like the crowd the, they literally the week before she complained about being out somewhere and she was like it was so many kids like it's so like like and, and not kids in the sense of like you know people that are younger kids in the sense of right. they're, and they're fighting and it's just like like mm -hmm. just go safe and yeah comfortable she came back and gave this full report on like <laughs> the event and it was like literally is like god had answered her prayers because this is what she was asking for the week before now i will that's why i think she say she's good but she's terrible because she literally told me like this week she's like there's an event coming up this friday and i'm like toy you gotta give me like six weeks notice like i need a lot of notice but i definitely want to attend though this sounds i mean toya made it sound good but like after hearing you talk about it like it sounds phenomenal and i think oh thank you and I think one of the things that's really important and I don't think a lot of people do is show love to Philadelphia because like I no. where I'm like to see something like this, you got to go to New York or LA. Like yeah. at some point, even Jersey, like Philadelphia just mm -hmm. doesn't do it. And I think this is kind of yeah. of its kind. It's, it's and what, go ahead, yeah, go ahead, sorry, baby. Go ahead. <laughs> what I was going to say is like Philly is really, I feel like people have two perceptions of the music community here mm -hmm. where it's like either everyone is super collaborative and hands-on and like rooting for you 
Or you hear the complete opposite where it's like, oh, no one in Philly wants to see you prosper. No one wants to see you grow. Mm -hmm. I personally haven't seen that side of it, thankfully. I mean, obviously you meet shady people. It's, It's the music industry. That's just how it is. But I mean, I've just seen so much support. And what I have learned is that if you put on for Philly, the, like everybody around you will just support you so much and they will be so embracing of that because they respect that and they appreciate that um, rather than trying to be something you're not or try to act like a city that, that thinks is better than Philly. You know what I mean? I think, yeah. that, if, I think that if you would have said that, what you just said to Ben Simmons, his life will be so different right now. Probably. <laughs> I gotta say, those, all the murals around town about Ben Simmons are just the most, like, I love telling people about them. <laughs> you could have saved them, Shauna. You could have saved them. But, um, it's all my fault. It's all my fault. <laughs> it's my fault. Philadelphia, for years, since before we were born, it has always been kind of like a mecca for for music and live music and music writers i mean let's not forget this is where gamble and huff is um the the producers back in the day which put out amazing music that still gets sampled till this day you think of the yeah. new soul movement and how that was created here um so but till this day you still see remnants i actually i was listening to a song there's a song out right now i don't know the name of it but they're sampling um uh god what is his name he's from here in philadelphia he's a singer just did um verses not too long ago music soul child Yes, thank you, Dexter. <laughs> it's good to me a little bit. Um, so yeah, just saw it. So it just goes to show that Philly music scene, like we really do have a lot to offer. And I feel like yeah. the city, for whatever reason, it's just kind of gotten away from highlighting all that we do have to offer. So Shauna, what is it that really made you create Cadence of the Clouds? Like what what was it? Well, I mean, I'd always wanted to find a way to kind of like bridge my blog and kind of give that live music aspect just because I had cre- I had just formed these relationships with artists that were so intimate and special and, and genuine. And um, I wanted to be able to, I guess, give them a platform on another level, like writing pieces for them, writing articles and write-ups and stuff. Um it definitely helps, especially because if you go online and if you've had to do blogger outreach for artists, it's extremely frustrating because you will see people will take 20 bucks from you and just repost your bio. There's absolutely no thought that goes into it. And, you know, there are so many incredible I guess like platforms throughout Philly that are trying to do something similar. And I was like, I've done all of this. You know what I mean? I've done the tour management. I've done the studio management. I've, I've worked, you know, so personally with artists, but I really do think that I can find a way to bridge these worlds and not just make it a music experience, but an experience of all the senses of all the arts. Um, and you know, you had mentioned Dex about saying that there weren't like children there, you know, and obviously, yes, it is. It is a 21 and up, um, event, but also just the, I think the beautiful thing that I loved about Cadence that I was hoping I could do with the first show and that I hope I continue to do is that it just brought together these very like-minded people where, you know, I, my tag for it is that it's a room for dreamers and, and risk takers and celebrating those that are taking these unconventional routes because there's this love for the arts in the world and yet this world doesn't support those artists and doesn't help them prosper instead it celebrates the nine to five which is totally fine but you also need to help them and show them the next steps there really is no step-by-step manual for the music industry even for me you know i never had that i never knew what i was supposed to do it was all just trial and error um and so just 
seeing all of those people come together and it was like there was not a moment in which someone was by themselves because everybody was just so drawn to one another and it's yeah. like how can we collaborate and work and even if it's the most obscure connection ever like it was created and i thought that was amazing and now, i actually um, love how it was great networking you were able to get in but it didn't necessarily feel like a networking event in any way shape or form so it was like Oh, I just wanted 100%. To I wasn't giving out name tags. I wasn't like put on a name tag and put on your suit and tie and bring your best foot forward because especially when you're an artist, your your music is not I mean it's your best work that you want to put out there obviously, but it's not your best version of yourself. Right. It's your truest version. So, it's like bring that. Don't bring the the job interview version of you in which you are trying to be all pristine and, and, you know, pretend like be you and share that with everyone and show what you have to offer and the things that you can create. Yes. I love it. Well, Shana, we're not Dex. Did you want anything else to add? I've just looked at the time. I'm like, damn, I'm going to take it. It's <laughs> two more things. One, um, how did you come up with the name? And then where can people go to see you? Like how often are you going to be doing events? Mm -hmm. um, so the name was tricky. You know, at the time I was working with a business partner and it was just a lot of back and forth with like us wanting to, Basically, I guess, translate that it was something a little elevated and but also whimsical and musical and the alliteration fell into place. And then um, just a lot of different wordplay. You know, we had like 40 different names that we just spitball back and forth. And then I think I came up with the final cadence in the clouds and there was just so much imagery that could be done with it. We have little clouds that we hang up. So our artists are performing under the clouds and stuff. Um, and it just, it fell into place. And, and I think that it all just, you know, happened for a reason. Um, and then in terms of the show, so our, sh our next show will be taking place this Friday, um, over in Port Richmond tickets are $25, but that $25 does include everything. So you're getting to see two incredible artists. We have problem child and Noelle, who's more of like an R&B singer and a, and a, a rap duo. So two incredible artists, you get to hear, uh, DJ bear one, who once again is the tour DJ for Bahamadia for, um, for Freeway, a lot of Philly's like quintessential artists. Mm -hmm. uh, you also do get finger foods from a local Philly caterer. You get uh, complimentary beer and seltzers from <laughs> Stone's uh, Beer, Beverage, and Market over in... Um, fair amount mm -hmm. you get cupcakes by a local cupcake maker and then you do get two drink tickets to the wine and spirits bar which does not have anything to do with the beer and seltzer that's unlimited so 25 dollars is getting you a whole night out yes. um and in as well as the opportunity to meet incredible people um like the both of you and just kind of make those connections and those friendships and those relationships um and so as of right now we're still trying to figure out if shows are going to be monthly or bi-monthly monthly but i'm just trying to get my head through this next show <laughs> it's going to take off now you did mention just one last thing you mentioned something that you're going to have people on site for artist management to give consultations is that still part of it Yes, thank you so much for um, uh, bringing that up. You are actually going to be getting, um, one of my sponsors is a local uh, PR company. So the ticket does also include a 30-minute consultation with this PR company. Um, if you're not an artist or if you wouldn't benefit from it, you can pass on your time slot to somebody else who would um, maybe find some value in that. But essentially, you get the ability to ask what ever questions you have to kind of lay out where you are um, in your journey as an artist right now and kind of how you can proceed to to take that to the next level. Um, so in my opinion, that is one of the most valuable perks of it. Um, and I think that's something that does kind of separate us is, is once again, giving those tools to not only the artists, the artists get that as well. Mm -hmm. um, and they even get write-ups on my blog. I just did one for the Inglorious, which is this incredible duo who performed at the yeah. first show um but even just like ticket holders are kind of getting that uh that insight into the industry whether they have it or they're looking to branch into it or anything like that 
Yes, beautiful. And you wanted to say something else, Dex? I'm sorry. No, no, no. I wanted to make sure I followed her and I want to follow up and I definitely want to get involved as much as possible. I'm definitely, I'm going to attend the show. Like, I'm super interested. Come on. Please. Come on. <laughs> so, it's, um, Shauna, 7 o'clock this yes, Friday. 7 o'clock. Yep, this oh. Friday, um, you can purchase tickets at the link in the uh, Cadence in the Clouds Instagram. So that's just the handle, Cadence in the Clouds. I can put that in the comments. And the link for the Eventbrite is in the bio. Tickets are extremely limited, so I would not hold out just because mm -hmm. I predict by, like, Wednesday they'll be sold out. Yeah. So I would definitely suggest go check that out. So, guys, if you do not have any plans this Friday night, you want to go out, be surrounded by adults. <laughs> like-minded. Like-minded, cool energy. Like, just, I'm telling you, be a part of it. If you don't think you're cool, show up to this. You are going to get some of that cool factor to rub off on you. Like, I'm popping. So... <laughs> So, guys, and like what Lady Pink just said, that's a lot of perks for $25. So, if you guys just want to come out and have a good time, if you're an artist looking for advice, looking for a possible place to perform, and for us, it gives us a great opportunity to learn about new local artists. We're always yeah. looking for new artists and music to stream. So, why not support somebody in your city? Cadence <laughs> in the clouds. Thank you so much for joining us, honey. Thank you for having me. I appreciate you guys so much. And I'm so excited to see everything that you do with your podcast as well. That is very exciting. And we'll have to find a way to collaborate on that as well. well kind of bring you guys onto the stage. <laughs> more is coming, definitely. This <laughs> this thing of ours here. <laughs> to grow and be the biggest thing ever so i already see it um but yes thank you so much i don't want to take up the rest of your your evening no worries i loved all your guys time so thank you and i will see you both on friday and hopefully i will see um a bunch of others of you out there as well yes everybody come on now thank you thank you for coming honey and i will definitely see thank you friday you. and we'll be talking throughout the week Yes, you guys got it. Have a good one. You too. Bye. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Oh, that was Shauna, everybody. Wasn't she just, what, what were your thoughts? She's a gem, isn't she, Dex? It's weird because, like, I, I, I have something to do on Friday night, and I'm like, hmm, I wonder if I can swing both because, like, I really want to attend. Like, I want to go. <laughs> I'd yes. You, well, what do you well, hold on? Because at first I was confused. Yeah, last week you were anti going out when the light, once the street lights was, was on. I was, I was thinking that the entire time she was talking, but like, like <laughs> on Friday, I, I my reservations are at six, so I could probably make it back home by seven thirty when the sun is still out. And then on Saturday, <laughs> other dinner plan, and I, I text my friend. I was like, hey, let's have dinner or whatever, and he's like, oh yeah, sure. What time? And I'm like, four forty-five. <laughs> So I have a question for you. So I was talking to my friend, right? Um, he's celebrating the birthday. So I'm like, hey, let's, you know, let's go out or whatever. We're both married now. So I'm like, let's go out. We'll take the wives out and all that stuff like that, right? And he's like, yes. sure. He's like, you know, but I, I may have to bring my child. My Like he is a, a newborn, a newborn-ish. Okay. And I realized, I'm like, I've never met your child before. And then, like, I sat for, and child, the child is one years old now, too. And I sat for a minute. <laughs> that and i have a good majority of friends that have kids toy i don't think i've met it i i'm there may be like, put, i'll put it like this way there are seven guys that were in my wedding okay um all but two of them have kids and i've only met Two guys. There's three guys that was in my wedding. I never met their kids before, ever. I never laid eyes on them. One of them, I only met him, the child recently. And I realized, like, I don't meet my friend's kids. I, I buy them yeah. gifts. I do buy gifts. I, like, send a gift and all that kind of stuff like that. But, like, I never met the kids in person. Is that terrible? Some people would say, but, you know, you and adult, their kids, you ever heard the thing, stay in a child's place? What you need to know what I'm sharing for? <laughs> it, was so, it really hit me. I'm like, dang, I really never met these kids, ever. But does the pandemic have a lot to do with it? Because, honestly, since pandemic, I, it's a few of my friends have had babies. There's some of my friends who are pregnant right now. 
I just, I'm, I'm weird about COVID. I'm, I'm, I'm okay with it for myself, but I just don't want to be that person coming around somebody's baby. Then all of a sudden you sitting up here talking about the baby got COVID or everybody in the house got COVID and you want to blame me because I'm the last person that was there. That's a good point. <laughs> exactly. Yes. A lot of these people did have kids during like the COVID era. Yes. There's some before, but <laughs> for the most part, yeah, a lot of these a lot of these kids are like COVID babies, which sounds stupid. and look, don't feel and don't feel bad, my girlfriend Tia. I love you. Her baby shower is coming up. She's on baby number two. I still ain't seen baby number one. I have a friend whose baby shower is coming up. She's on baby number three, and I, I realized during this reflection, I never met the second baby. I don't even know what the baby is. <laughs> like, I don't know. Just saying, you bring the you bring both the kids to the shower, right? <laughs> Baby shower, and put name tags on them. <laughs> but then you gotta sit there and act like all familiar with the kid. That's the worst case. That's the worst part about it because you when you know you're so close to the family, like the parents, like you like, hey baby, how you doing? That baby looking at you like I, I don't know you. You know I don't know you. <laughs> don't don't be look, maybe like and don't be fake over here. <laughs> Calm down. <laughs> but yeah, no, so don't don't feel bad about it. I'm sure your friends don't feel bad about well, I don't know. Hopefully they don't feel too bad about it. They should definitely probably bring you baby because I've never met the child. He's like, Are you sure? They're like, mm, yeah, positive. He said, That's wild. And I was like, Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> It is, and what else? What else you gotta say? <laughs> Ooh, yeah, an update. Apparently, the inmate and the guard that we talked about last week—they have been captured. I got an alert not too long ago that says, uh, "Like um, a manhunt is now over," and I had no idea what they were talking about because I'm like, "What manhunt?" I'm usually up on top of that kind of stuff, and I realized they was out for a week, having a good time. A great all time. And I love how the news in the beginning, they tried to say, we don't know if there's a romantic relationship attached. Well, what kind of relationship you think it was, sweetie, for her to, on the, her last day of work after her retirement, she says, I'm going to take him to go get therapy, but what, no therapy schedule? What? Well, I just Did hope... Imagine they, on the case to figure that out? I hope that she took him to a very nice restaurant, and I hope she enjoyed it, too, because... uh and neither one of y'all gonna be eating well for a very long time. At all. And I'm just happy her stupid behind is alive because this man, let's be clear, he was sitting in prison for murder. So dummy better be, well, shit, I don't know. Now you're gonna be sitting in, well, now, and you don't know no women in there because she used to be a, a guard. Well, he was mad. Ooh, she changed her hair. You got to do more to change the hair. Girl, you gonna have to do more than that because as soon as you get in there, child, they're gonna, they gonna beat your ass. She shot herself in the hospital. I gotta read this story. <laughs> I really gotta read this story. Protective Styles by E said the woman changed her hair to black and she shot herself in the hospital. So she knew she was trying to get ahead of it. Not make sure she, she survives, please. I hope she's alive still because we need her to go and do her jail time. Because you sitting up here just acting stupid. Don't you, if you did try to kill yourself, don't try to do it now. Sit here and and pay for what you've done, ma'am. God, I hope she don't have no kids. I can just imagine what them kids is going through. Um, I guess we'll do a little uh, political update. Um, oh wait a minute, hold on. I'm sorry. Political update. Joe Biden our fearless leader he has recently um rolled out the affordable connectivity program um where low-income americans will have the opportunity to get if not free high-speed um internet it will be next to nothing it could go down people might see as much as a 30 dollars decrease um in their in their internet Bill, um, I thought this was something that was already an act a while ago, but I think there was I guess during COVID, I think there was something during COVID where they were reducing the price of internet just because of you know like increased speeds. But it's weird too because like I pay for internet currently, and I saw like a lot of the comments under you know this, and they were talking about this isn't what we want from you. We want more. But to be honest with you though. 
there are a lot of families who struggle when it comes to this high-speed internet stuff. And if you think about it, we talk so much about education and how these kids need to be educated and stuff. Not having high-speed internet and you trying to do homework at home is killing these kids. So I yes, am, and then I do think it's necessary. And like I, I am, I would give them a pat on the back for that one. Now speaking I, of real quick, I would, but this was one thing that stuck out to me in Joe's quote and Joe's tweet. He said, 40% of U.S. households qualify. So 40%, a little less than half of America is low income. Well, see, but that's the thing, though. To them, low income, there's like, there's like a, a, a level, right? A number level that they say this is low income. But then there are people who are considered middle class who are struggling. And it's just like, they'd be like, well, y'all got it. Y'all can afford it. It's just like, no, no, no. You're gonna have to re you're gonna have to look again at inflation and like how much things are costing because like my middle class is low income. Your low income is poverty. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like y'all gonna have to y'all have to look at this again and kind of like reconfigure a lot of this stuff. But or just things more create more programs or something to where we can work on people getting out of being considered low income or poverty stricken. But hey, that's just me. I so they would look at people like us and they'd be like, oh, you guys are good. You guys got it. And it's just like, oh, <laughs> not quite. I'm drowning <laughs> over here, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> like, I Joe, we just put $80 in the gas the other damn day. Joe. A lot of people say, like, if, they, if he erased my student loans, the sky's the limit for me. You could erase my student loans, but I'm still going to need a little bit more help. I'm still struggling. <laughs> So Joe, after you get this high speed internet together, can you get let's get back to the student loan conversation, please. But go ahead, Dexter. You were about to say something. I apologize. McCain um released a book. Her book is called Bad Republican. It has been reported that Megan McCain sold a whopping two hundred and forty-four copies of her book. She went to celebrate the book the book at John McCain's gravesite and um people were saying that that was really trashy and tacky that she would t place that book at that man's gravesite like that what say you Latoya Megan go home you got the baby go home to that husband go make him up she it was it was her she was holding the baby it was so it was so bizarre I just Megan McCain I thought no girl just go sit down like I'm just I'm tired of Megan. I want. I just feel like she uses this connection to her dad, like anytime she can to get public sympathy. And I kind of, even though yes, it's a great moment. I, I understood why you would want to go and be like, Dad, like I'm here celebrating. But we don't need to see that. Look. Thank you. <laughs> if that's what she wanted to do, take a few pictures, hang it up on your mantle over the fireplace. But we don't need to see that. And girl, it was less than what two hundred and fifty-five books. She told like two hundred and I. It wasn't no more than two fifty. It was like two forty-five, two forty-one. It was very low. Like she didn't sell no copies of that book. So what did she tell her dad? Dad, I wrote. What she said. I wrote it. Proud of me? <laughs> Look, I brought the baby with me. <laughs> oh, I agree. That is. Don't worry. New, York, New York Times bestselling, just give it a little bit. It's, they going to come knocking on the door. You know how sometimes it takes a while to pick up speed? Speed. Like, you know how people will release a movie and at the time it didn't do too much, but yeah. then later on down the line it picks up steam and becomes a cult classic? Maybe that's what we'll get out of this, a cult classic. I don't know if that ever happened with a book before, but hey, she could be the first. <laughs> Listen, make your own way. <laughs> you think she missed the view? I heard that she said negative things about the view in that book. And it's like, you probably shouldn't have done that because you didn't, you could have went on the view to, to promote the book and maybe you would have sold a couple more copies. Why? So uh, she know she probably don't want no choice because when uh, actually her and Sonny used to be friends. I don't know if they're friendly anymore, but the way Sonny been gathering people lately, lately on that panel on that table, Megan, come on up there so we can get uh, some more Sunny side. 
Because recently, Sonny, what was his last day? I mean, you were last week, you and I were laughing at it next to where Sonny basically said on The View last week that she doesn't understand black Republicans. <laughs> so the girl on the show goes, and I do like her for the show. I don't agree with her politics all the time, but I like her for the show. She goes, Sonny, you really going to say that? Your, your friend right there is, is a Republican. Yeah. And she goes, well, she's not black. She's Hispanic. But then Sonny goes, well, either or. I don't get his people of color who are Republican. Yep. I said it. I, I, I'm fine with that. I like people who say things and stand on what they say on. And that's just, yeah. I appreciate that. I love that she didn't cause a beef out of it. She didn't get, like, in her pant, like, in her feelings about it. She didn't feel attacked. She just said, I said what I said. And that's just what it is. E.C. McLean said that that said book been out since a year after she was fired from The View. What? Mm -hmm. I mean, the book didn't just come out. Like, it's been out for a minute. Like, it's not like... Wait. <laughs> like, brand new. So I did see this populate in the news. I just assumed the book came out, like, maybe last week sometime. Oh, no. You've been sitting on this book for months, and all we got is 200 or some odd copies? That, that book and that picture of her at the, at the gravesite, I guess. Dr. Umar definitely sell more books than that. <laughs> Back it. Go enroll yourself in the FDMG Academy at Dr. Umar. He will definitely, if you need um, anything, you know, any advice on how, you know, to help out with your publishing deal, marketing, he's the one to go to. And you'll learn a lot about some um, African-American culture, which you, you probably need to know more about that as well Megan so go see Dr. Umar and he will help you out oh also Dr. Umar today he went live and he said that the FDMG Academy will finally open in September of this year I I thought it was going to be September of last year and then the September before then but we are in a pandemic, so it has slowed everybody's progress down a bit. But once he gets that up, Megan, go on over there and see, um, uh, 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 what's his name? Child. Yeah. Okay, guys. So this was something that had the internet over the weekend in shambles. Actually, thir starting Thursday. So Thursday morning, I saw Gossip of the City. Her name is Fee. People on the blogosphere, she's one of the best that ever did it. I don't know who this woman knows, but she be getting the damn information that a lot of people don't aren't privy to. She drops a, um, a uh, comment under Kevin Samuels' video that Kevin Samuels has checked out of here. People were like, girl, what are you talking about? You're crazy. Like, And th this is how I knew Fee was right. She ain't just put it on her page. She went to his page. She pulled up and said, damn, you done checked out. People were like, Fee, what are you talking about going back and forth? Well, it finally was um, determined that Kevin Samuels, the, what would you call him? I don't want to say a love guru or self-proclaimed. I called him when I try to explain this situation to people. I say the controversial figure on social media. That's kind of like the best I have for him because he doesn't have an actual title or anything like that. Yeah. I get what well, he, so he put, coined himself as an image consultant. That's what he was doing. But then a while ago, a few years ago, he started on YouTube doing these videos of basically giving people advice, like dating advice. Um, and it's something that grew. He originally started with men. The men weren't grasping too much to it. But once he started switching his focus to giving women advice and working on them and doing the things you need to do to kind of get yourself in a better space to be a wife or dating girlfriend, whatever the case may be. But in his perspective, like the, he would yes. get the advice from his perspective. Yes, the per perspective of a um, high value man, I will say that he, he pretty much is the one that coined that turn. Um, you started term, you started hearing it more in pop culture. I'll just say this in the beginning, I rocked with, with Kevin Samuels. Um, he was good at giving you a dose of medicine that some people, quite frankly, needed to hear. But as time went on, his message started getting 
very nasty and very mean, very visceral. A lot of the reactions he would have to some of these women, like it really, the girls didn't do anything to bring that on. Um, wait, what are we talking about? Please say you're going to be talking about the cadence of the black Republican outside the leader of child. I'm tired of BLM. I feel like every time he comes around, there's always stories coming out about people, them, them scamming and stealing. So unless we're going to bring up charges against these people, why even continue to keep talking about it? I'm tired of it. But, um, but yeah, so it's just basically, rather you agree with Kevin or didn't agree with his methods, people on the damn internet sphere have been going crazy. Dexter, you know a little bit about, um, 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 of Kevin, what were your thoughts on him watching him in the past? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. I, I see this is the thing. Like I I was more so floored. I am actually still floored at like the amount of comments that are pouring out, specifically comments by women. I'm like amazed by it. Because like me as a person, like I see the stuff that he does. I didn't agree with, with how he presented himself. If I were to watch some of this stuff, I'd be watching it for entertainment purposes because I think it's yeah. funny that he would do these things. I wouldn't be watching it to take offense to it. I definitely wouldn't be watching it to get advice from this man. So, like, mm -hmm. the person who I don't care for does anything, I don't comment on it. I don't care. Mm -hmm. This man died, and people who clearly disliked him and disliked his ways are the main ones talking about it. And I just don't get it. I am, um, and maybe this comes from my background as a professional troll, but just, I'm going <laughs> to know you don't feed the trolls. And when you feed no. they continue to do what they do. You guys continue to feed Kevin Samuel. So that's why he did what he did. But now there are a bunch of men who are looking to fill that void of him. And you guys are, in my opinion, stupidly allowing that. Because every time you make a comment on it, you first of all, you look bad if you talk about anybody who's died and you're laughing at it, you're mm -hmm. saying that they deserve. You're automatically inviting people to argue with you. Why do that? Mm -hmm. If you didn't like the man and he passed away, you'd no longer have to worry about him. Why Thank give, you. Why open your door for somebody else who thinks and likes him, who, who wants to be like him, to come and walk through your front door? Why do that? Mm -hmm. I saw so many people making comments about it, and I'm just like, I'm the, king, I'm the king of um, promoting what you love instead of bashing what you hate. There's no way you get a statement out of me on a social media platform about Kevin Samuels. It's just, it just wouldn't happen. Yeah, it's, it's just sad to see. It's so weird because I feel like some people went from, I don't know who Kevin Samuels is, where if you didn't, you were forced to talk about it kind of when the news dropped. But it's just, I don't know. I'm looking at it like, hey, Miss Serious Baby. I, do you not find it strange how people are acting about him? Like, you would think how some people are reacting about him passing, you would think it was the, like, Christ passed on or something. Like, I, I, I don't get it. I get it. I do get it. And it's less about him. It's more about, like, what he represented. And that's, like, like this man, this men versus women, like, mindset. And people really loved it. There are a lot of men out here who genuinely hate women. And there's also a lot of women out here who genuinely hate men. And anytime they get a chance to bash the other party, they're going to do it. Kevin Samuels passed mm -hmm. with another opportunity for people to do that. And they jumped on mm -hmm. the opportunity. It's not shocking to me at all. It's just stupid to me. I hate it. I just don't understand. I feel like we're in a state where people are just looking for false prophets. Like, and that's what I'm saying. When all that stuff came out about Kevin a few, like probably a few months ago, I, I mean, we've talked about him a few times on the show, but I'm just like, with all the stuff that came out about his background, a bit shady, you would think people would be like, okay, maybe I'll consider the source a bit more and to know that now i will be clear because there was times that i did tune in after all that happened because at that point i would just go on for entertainment every once in a blue moon um but it was i did see a lot of his followers did go down but still like the comments were very disturbing like people were just being mean and nasty to each other i feel like it he gave 
um, you know, uh, people that authority to people who were already and I hate men and I hate women and to bash them. And he just it was like the OK Corral there. And I'm just put him aside because he was one man. I'm very concerned about the psyche and dating and the hate, especially when it comes to black people out here in this dating spectrum. Like I just something's got to change. I, I, I don't like it. I just feel like the internet with people's comments, whether you were pro um, Kevin Samuels or against him, there's clearly a sickness happening right now. And, and there's more conversation just that needs to be had about like the real deep thoughts. Why are people had like feeling this much disgrace and disgust for the opposite sex and primarily for the opposite sex that looks like you. So if anything, I just feel like this just brought just a bigger issue to the surface. And now that he's gone, I don't know if it's going to be another person to step in and hopefully if there is, please let them have some damn sense. Cause we don't need any of that mess that toward the end, like really primary the last couple of years of um, of Kevin's um, of, of Kevin's career where it did turn nasty. And I just want to know why so many people were drawn to that. Like what's going on in your life? I just feel like we're hurt. It's a lot of hurt people walking around. Um, Jack, Rabbit. hey, honey, that's uh, my girl, Joy. She says she loves this conversation. CB Nell, they say he was broke and... They have a GoFundMe, Lord, 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 Lord. Just pray for his family on this um, during this time. My girl Joyce, me and her had a great conversation on um, on motherhood, and you know, just the good, the good, the bad, the awkward moments. Um, you know, the issues of the mother daughter issues. That's a real thing out there. Mothers being jealous of their 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 kids of their daughters this is something we talked about so it was such a good conversation a good healing conversation if you guys want to check that out um please follow joyce all-knowing tarot you can find the whole conversation it's about a 30-minute conversation that we had and it was really good so please check that out but um yeah I, this whole situation it just scares me and i just feel like there needs to be some deep healing when it comes to black love because it can't go in that direction at all i'm sorry pri dex mm -hmm. okay i'm like you kind of look like you went out for a minute okay um let me see oh so now i guess this was some other information they are saying that they really trying to hold on to COVID, rather y'all believe us out there or not, because now they're saying uh, they're going to possibly roll out $22 billion in COVID relief money. So it's a possibility more stimulus checks will come. Right now they're saying uh, they're gearing up for another wave. From what we have seen, the majority, I mean, now that what we're two, three years into this, we do see it picks up more so in the fall and the winter. So it's, they said last fall and winter, I want to say it was just here, there were 100 million infections. So it's either a ploy to get people to get out there and get vaccinated for the umpteenth time or COVID's really coming again. Are you over COVID? Yeah. I, just to be honest with you, Tori, like I'm very, it, it, at this point, it's kind of like, I don't even, like, sometimes if I go to the store and I forget to put a mask on, I don't even turn around and get a mask anymore. I just, if I catch it, I catch it. It is what it is at this point. Yes, that's all you can do. Everybody just be safe out there. But do know, it's our duty to kind of tell y'all there might be another wave coming. If it is, it is. I am tired of these GoFundMe, please get insurance. A lot of, well, you know, a lot of your cousins, a lot of people don't believe insurance. Oh, another thing, guys, coming up, um... Mercury is coming back in retrograde starting tomorrow. So if things are a little, <laughs> a little all over the place in your life, you know that's the reason. So tomorrow, five ten till about June third. That's your excuse. No, it is not. No, it is not. No, it is not. Things are going to be fine. If you, if nobody tells you that Mercury is in retrograde, then you'll never believe it. You wouldn't know it. Leave it alone. It doesn't exist. That's my mindset. <laughs> 
before I would Oh, because after last week we discussed it. You're just over it. No, because I, like when, when it comes to that, like I get into it and then like I start seeing the signs and all this stuff, whatever. And I swear it's kind of like a placebo, like where it's just like you really <laughs> believe that and you're like, oh, well, this is because of that. I can't do it. I got to let go. I got to not believe in that kind of stuff. Mercury and retrograde does not exist. Okay. We're going to, well, some people, some scholars might be out there agree to disagree with you. Some scholars think we should be wearing masks because of COVID too. And they, they lying too. COVID's gone too. COVID, COVID don't exist. And mercury retrograde, mercury and retrograde does not exist. You, 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 oh my God. you thinking it is what you attract. When you think negative, right. you attract negative thoughts. Well, I'm always thinking about a million dollars. Why it ain't show up just yet. You, okay, if you think about it, you, you're consistently getting a paycheck. You thinking about a million dollars keeps keeps you employed. You thinking about this money, that means money is going to consistently come in and come into you. Because you think like that. I, I sound like Dr. Umar. Because you think like that, <laughs> going to come in, you consistently are blessed, my sister. That's the reason why things work out for you. <laughs> That's why things working out, my beautiful black queen. Let me just take this off. I swear since I've been working out, I swear my damn head done lost weight because I can't even, like, tie shit around it anymore for it to stay there. So, yeah, either that or I've lost half of my brain, and that's just where I'm going to go with it. <laughs> well, we live in America, and we've been dealing with COVID for quite some time, so the brain cells is definitely missing for all of us. Yes, there are. Thanks, Dirks, with that save there. Um, Black China update. We're not going to stay on too much longer. We're about to go. Black China update. So um, after last week, we got word that she lost her $100 million case against um, the Kardashians for defamation of character. Um, we do know throughout that case, we did hear China say, you know, when, when certain um, allocate, what, 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 I don't even know the damn word, allocate. with certain... Say it again. Allegations. Yes. I was, yes. Thanks, Dex. When certain allegations came up, um, one regarding her choking Rob with an extension cord. iPhone cord. Um, until, huh? iPhone cord. iPhone cord until <laughs> he was about to pass out. The only reason I have to correct that, because do you know how dangerous choking somebody with an extension cord would be? Like, <laughs> like you need to go to jail. An iPhone cord is a little thin cord. An extension cord, you try to kill him. <laughs> if you try to choke me out with anything, you try to die. You're, you're trying to kill me. <laughs> okay? But according to China, what you say? I just play <laughs> That's debatable, though, because Rob, how do I put this delicately? There's nothing delicate about Rob's neck, if you catch what I'm saying. So an iPhone cord may be like dental floss for him. An extension cord, <laughs> that might do some damage. I think I probably would have had more respect for China on the stand if she had said, instead of saying, I was just playing, if she had said, what neck? Now that would be nasty. <laughs> now that would be nasty. what neck? You gotta have a neck to get choked out. Like I'm confused. That's what you should have said. But because you didn't, and you wanted to sit up there, Kiki, we was just playing. You don't lost your hundred million dollar lawsuit. Why did you just say that never happened? Like it's not like it's on video. Like nobody caught you doing it on video. So why couldn't you just be like that never happened? Please don't lie to me. This is, lie on me. This is defamation of my character. She's not smart. She's not smart at all. Well, since that came out, she lost the case, unfortunately, um, from her just playing. Uh, just yesterday, mm -hmm. um, she had an altercation with someone. I want to say it was outside of the airport or something. Um, there's a video going around of what happened after the altercation, but the woman who China um, offended you hear her say, and I, I wrote it down. I have to quote it. Okay. The woman um, claimed that Black China kicked her in the stomach, and she quoted saying, did you feel good when, when you kicked me in the fat-ass stomach? <laughs> oh. Damn. Well... <laughs> Did that make you feel good, China, when you kicked me in, your, in my fat ass stomach? So, do you, does she have a problem with heavier set people? Is that is that the beef? 
maybe some today. It was that, so I'm sure that well, if China got any money, because last thing we knew, she had a GoFundMe up too. Yes, she did. Um, yeah, so so since then, she's she has more anger issues. We see they haven't gone anywhere. She's kicking people in the stomach, and then her mother, um, Tokyo Tony, the great Tokyo Tony, she uh, revealed that her and China are going to have an upcoming talk show. And um, it, the show is going to be called Talking with Tokyo Tony, and it's going to um, consist of uh, guest interviews for regular people and celeb. it's going to, celebs. It's going to be more of a like reality TV-based. Let me just say, Tokyo Tony, can you ask your daughter why she kicked that woman in her fat ass stomach? Let, let me ask you this, and I'm just going to go and take a wild guess here. This show is going to premiere on the Zeus Network for $3.99. Am I correct? Is it, who gonna pick it up? This network. <laughs> that's it. Nobody. <laughs> now, how many shows y'all done had that didn't work out? You're not gonna play. Zeus said, "Now listen, we Zeus <laughs> don't think because we streaming, we 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 just gonna take anything that they came to the table." China, Tony, we don't want none of this. Please, we really don't. We. we you guys talk enough on social media. We'll just we'll just keep it to there. And you should probably stop talking as much as you do. Oh, one more thing about politics I meant to mention. Um, a few weeks ago, we talked about Dr. Oz joining the race. Well, since then, we are seeing the commercials, the ads come out. He's a Republican, but he is Team Donald Trump. He is here for the cause to keep pushing Trump's policies. And that is his guy. And he did say the first thing he was going to do, should he get elected, is get Dr. Fauci fired. But a few weeks ago, Dr. Fauci said he's about to retire anyway. So, Well, well, hmm. Those Dr. Oz commercials are my favorite, though. Like, they really go in on him. Because you know what they used? Do you remember back in the day, like, you would watch the TV shows and they, the TV shows, and they would have, like, the, the CDs? And they would be like, you know, for $9.99, you can get the CD with all these classics. They do the commercials in that fashion. But they call him a rhino, which is a Republican in name only. And they're like, he's best friends with Michelle Obama. Like, it, those commercials are so good. It's so weird, though, because I feel like they're going to do themselves a disservice because Dr. Oz's name is so big. So people are going to go into the, the booth and they're going to vote for him just because of who he is. And you hear those commercials mm -hmm. that like, and it's entertaining. I think he actually may get more votes because of that. Yeah. Well, especially on the other side, all you have to say is team Trump and they don't care what your record was or what policy you really are for because let's be clear it could be a ploy to get in there get your you know get your base but then do total opposite of what your base is but it's really it's a really they're playing a really dangerous game though his opposition is playing a dangerous game because if you're saying he's a republican in name only then that means democrats would potentially see these commercials and be like well i'm gonna vote for him then like you gotta mm -hmm. with that Exactly. It could go the opposite way. So, but yeah, um, here, at least in our state, 517 next Tuesday. Is that next Tuesday? It's next Tuesday, right? Or it might be the week, the Tuesday after. I don't know. May 17th. Get out there and vote, guys. Now, they done did enough. They run the Dr. Oz ads. They done let y'all know. Um, what, what, what did they, what was released last week that, oh, they about to stop Roe versus Wade. Them put that out there. You know, now you're hearing the stuff of the, the, the inflation because they're all trying to put that back on Joe. <laughs> now it ain't no, it's a damn uh, baby formula shortage. Like, what is, that's just a lot happening. But everybody stay up, stay blessed. Ron Diva's confirmed, at least here in this state, 517. Go on out there and get y'all voting. <sighs> I don't know about you, Dex, but the future of this nation, I'm very uneasy about it. You think so? I try to put on a, 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 I really do try to put on a good face, but I don't know. I feel pretty good about it. I really do. I feel really good about it. I, good things are happening. Good things are happening at Burger King. <laughs> <laughs>
for all that sense, it's good things are happening at Burger King. Burger King, y'all want y'all want the job? Because <laughs> y'all see <laughs> y'all making good things happen in life. You know, on every day being the king of the burgers, you might as well put your hand in the your hat in the race. Be king of the burgers and king of the United States of America. Because I'm just I'm done. Shout out to our amazing guest today. Um, basically, I'm going to call her the CEO of the creator of Cadence in the Clouds. Um, Shauna, she was amazing today. If you guys are looking for some good, safe, fun entertainment, come on out this uh, Friday, 7 o'clock. I will post the information on my page and in my stories. And make sure you check out Cadence in the Clowns. Clouds, you can purchase tickets there. And I'm telling you guys, you do not want to miss this experience. And if hopefully if you don't make it to this one, the next one, you should be able to come out. But you're going to do yourself a disservice if you don't show up. So please come on, Dex, with the search Minimum Balance Podcast. Minimum Balance Podcast, everybody. To subscribe and check out our Minimum Balance Podcast. Yes, and let us know what you think, please. We will really appreciate that. You know it all originally started with a commenter, so... We're going to keep that spirit. We rely on the comments because the comments are our gauge for maybe you're feeling it. Maybe you're not. Maybe y'all tired of this conversation. All right, move on to the next one. So we appreciate you guys. Thank you so much for always pulling up and, and showing out with us. We enjoy our time with you. And we'll end this again one last time. Our following might be small, but... It's a strong following. It's, it's an engaged following. <laughs> FYI, we've said this before. I don't care if we get 30 million followers. We will always close with that. Because <laughs> we know they're coming. Thank you guys so much. Um, we will see you guys next week. Bye. <laughs>